Hey guys, it's Ricky. And it's Dahlia. And welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back, guys. So, um, just a PSA. We're filming this at... We're not, like, filming. We're recording this at 10.45 p.m. So, we might, like, say, like, random stupid things because we're, like, exhausted. But this is, like, prime time to record this stuff because, like, you know. Yeah, we really thrive at this hour. This is when we think we're the funniest. Note how I didn't say when we are the funniest, because apparently Ricky's friends don't think we're funny. And that's right, I'm calling you out. I don't know who you are, but I'm calling you out. We're funny. I like to think I'm funny. If you don't think we're funny, don't say anything. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Today's topic is going to be a little bit on, like, the heavier side. Obviously, we're still going to be joking and being ourselves, but it is kind of talking about, like, a serious world problem that we go through as women in the 21st, 21st century. Uh, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about, like, what it's like to be a girl, a teenager, a woman in this century, um, based on our experiences and stuff. And there's also going to be, a l- like, a few examples as, like, Jewish women and all that stuff. And just a disclaimer to start, I feel like all of these start with disclaimers, but, you know, just yes. got to be careful not to offend anybody that these, this is not meant to, like, bash men. We're not, like, crazy, no, definitely. crazy girls that are trying to bash men, like, you know, that's... Not what this is about. We're just trying to explain the struggles that women go through. Um, Jewish women, women in general, just women in the 21st century. And not we are also disclaiming that not all boys are like this and we are aware. Because some of them have, some of the examples have to do with boys. um, And we are aware that not all boys are the way that we are speaking. We have some great guy friends. You know who you are. Thank you for being you. <laughs> um, also, again, this is, like, this is our experiences also, like, personal experiences also. So, again, what Dahlia said, it's not all boys. It's just some boys we've encountered and some things I we've both encountered. Um, also, not to do with boys, but just society in general, you know, stuff like that. And, of course, there's going to be a little spice of Jew. So you can't do that without... A sprinkle of Jew in there. can't do this without a little sprinkle of Jew. So, let's get started. So, one of the first things that we thought would be good to intro this with is the fact, and ladies, you know what we're talking about when guys are like, when you heard a guy say like, oh, girls have it easy. Like, you really, like, guys have so much pressure on them and girls have it so easy. And we're not saying that guys don't have pressure on them because, like, of course, everyone has, like, you know, like, Societal pressures. Yeah, of course. Um, but, like, when a guy says to me, like, oh, girls have it so easy, I'm like, childbirth, (laughs) you know, that thing that comes once a month, (laughs) like, you know, all the things on this list that we're going to talk about, that's, like, the worst. That's, like, literally the worst. Yeah, if you want to be, like, a good boyfriend or you want to, like, go start dating a girl, do not start up the conversation with, oh, you have it so much easier because, like, boys have to ask you out, like, bro. I would rather ask out someone than, like, go through anything that girls go through because it's Push painful. Push a child out of me? Like, it's, it's just painful. Like, once a month, I'm in crippling pain for a week with yeah. mood swings and mood swings. anger issues. Like, don't. Don't even come at me. Oh, and also, who we didn't even put this on the list, but we're, I'm about to go out. Uh, like, when, when guys, boys, this has happened to me. Not, it's different, I feel like, when it's, like, your father or, like, maybe a brother that you're close with or something, but with a guy friend or a boyfriend, this has happened to me, where a guy has been, like, you're acting, like, really, like, emotional and, like, upset. Are you, like, 
On your period? Do not say that. It will just piss the girl off more. And also, we're allowed to be annoyed or angry or <laughs> sad without being on our shark week, as also, I like the- to call it. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use that. That's also, like, a lose-lose situation, because if the girl is on her period... She will get mad. She'll get mad. If she's not on her period, she will get get mad. mad. So, just don't do it. Don't ask. Don't ask. Be nice. Buy her chocolate and be nice. Watch a movie with her. If you're not showmare, cuddle with her. You know, the whole... Just Secret to girls, if they're not showmare, just cuddles. Cuddles. They just want cuddles and affirmations. Like, also, also... Just going off what Dahlia just said, if a girl comes up to you and goes, how do I look? I don't give a crap if, like, you think she looks ugly. You say she looks good, okay? It's like, you know that? There's, like, a halakha or, like, a minhag or something. I don't know. It's a halakha. You have to tell bride. uh, Like, a bride that she's beautiful on her wedding day. First of all, just rude to say that a bride doesn't look beautiful. Don't don't be that person. Also, the Torah says it. So, (laughs) the Torah says it. Should we do, ooh, idea. Should we do, like, a podcast on, like, Secrets of girls for guys. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm so smart. Okay. <laughs> we should do Well, that. guys, be aware, especially guys that are listening to this. Like, I know I have guy friends that are listening to this. You probably do also. Um, we're going to be doing, like, the ins and outs of girls. And Ooh. you guys will be great boyfriends by the time we're done with that podcast. Little yes. uh, crash, cor- crash course on boys. Yes, a little preview into the future. Also, there's really no way for us to get feedback on this podcast. So here's how we're going to do it, I think. I have a TikTok. And Ricky's ba- it's basically Ricky's TikTok also. It's basically <laughs> our room TikTok, let's be real. Um, And I announced the podcast on my TikTok. And not that I have that. I have, like, 200-something followers, which is, like, 100 more than I had, like, last week. You're um, welcome. That's probably because of Ricky. Whatever, it's fine. Um, Go to my I'm TikTok loved. and comment on one of my videos what you think. It's Dahlia.Elise, E-L-Y-S-E. I know it's a weird spelling, but we're going to ignore it. Um, comment on my TikToks, what you think, and topics that you want to hear, questions that you might have, you know? Yes, definitely. Hit us up. <laughs> All right, back to our regular scheduled program. Yeah, so one of the first things that like came to mind when we were talking, when we were thinking and brainstorming about this topic is... The fact that women in the 21st century are really not meant to feel safe at all, in general. Like, Ricky and I were saying how our parents... I don't use it anymore, just because there's no need for me to use it anymore, but um, we had trackers on our phones, so they knew where we were. Um, We're not allowed to walk alone at night. And when I went to Israel, my dad sent me with pepper spray. And, like, taught me my brother-in-law, who's, like ex-army soldier like taught me how to use it before I left and I asked my dad before I left I I wasn't upset that he asked that he gave it to me but I asked him like did you like if when my brother goes to Israel are you gonna give him pepper spray and he was like probably not like which isn't sexist it's not because it's just the facts of the world you know that yeah you know it's much more dangerous for a 5'5 five, five girl <laughs> to, like, walk you know, around. walk around alone, then, you know. Well, I know on my phone, I have Life360, and it wasn't because I did anything in high school. Yeah. Um, it was just because my parents were worried about me, and they just wanted to make sure I was safe. Um, it also has, like, a crash detection 
which was like if I got in a car crash, God forbid, like it would immediately contact my parents. But it was all for the summer because like I was home. And then when I came to New York for school, um, my mom was like, you should put it on. I just like to know that you're safe. And I have a setting where it's like at Brookdale Hall. Um, so it's just like once I like she can see that I'm I'm in my dorm room and I'm safe. Um, and it's like it's not because she doesn't trust me like I'm 20 years old I don't need it on me but she just wants to make sure I'm safe which is so beyond sad I think like like what you were saying like in Israel my dad was a little bit more chill because it's Israel but here he's like very very my both my parents are very worried like I was coming home from Shabbos a few weeks ago and I was on the train and my father's like and I called my father just to say you know Shabbat whatever and he's like are you wearing airpods and I was like yes and he's like take one ear out always check your surroundings and when i hang up with you make sure your music is not too loud so you can hear what's happening do not look at your phone like the fact that he's so worried about me is ridiculous like i love him and thank you but like the fact that he's so worried because i'm a 5 4 20 year old girl walking around that night he was so worried um also he was like text me when you get back and like i know for me my parents don't they don't go to sleep at home until like i'm home so like when i was in maryland like once i got home i that's when my parents would be like hey good night like they're so worried and it's so sad because like i'm not a little kid but it happens to be that i'm a 20 year old woman in 21st society yeah. and my parents are just like scared that god forbid something's gonna happen to me because you know it's not it's not unusual yeah and in israel a lot like i remember there was one distinct story but this happened like countless times that I would be hanging out with my guy friends, and they obviously all lived, like, somewhere else. They all went to different yeshivas. So I'd be hanging out with them, and, like, the girls would go back to their seminaries, and I would, like, you know, go catch a bus to mine, and, like, we separated. And um, one night, we all split up to go back and, like, find transportation back. Um, And I'm waiting at this bus stop at night alone, um, like, with nobody with me because Michal Mayan was in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so while I'm waiting, a bunch of guys who were very drunk were, like, yelling things at me and catcalling me and all that stuff. And so I was texting my guy friends and I was like, these guys are yelling, yelling gross things at me and they're catcalling me. And, like, one of my friends was like, he was like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll come if you want me to. And I was like, no, like, it's fine. Um, and later on, he called me to make sure I was okay, and he said, like, like, this doesn't happen to guys, like, ever. And I was like, right, exactly, this happens to girls when we're alone at night. And I can't even tell you how many times I've been catcalled in New York City. <laughs> like, I haven't. People, it's so weird. People, like, will shout from their cars, or I'll just be walking on the street, and they'll try and talk to me. And it's, it's, like, scary. And I hate being that nervous oh this weekend this weekend it's um we're currently recording this on a sunday night and this weekend i was at a friend's um i was going to friends at Rutgers, and we my friend and i were walking to our friend's house at Rutgers, and on the way uh it was dark outside it was like 10 o'clock at night on the way we were passing by a group of college boys and I immediately got, like, really nervous. And my friend was like, why are you getting so nervous? And I was like, I don't know. We're, like, two, like, you know, 19-year-old girls walking alone at night. And there's, like, a group of, like, 10 guys. 
and they were, like, really tall. It was, like, very scary, and the two of us were, like, kind of on edge until they left, and we were, like, looking behind us, and it's, like, guys don't get that. Yeah, like, this is our reality. Like, don't wear both AirPods at night. Don't put your music too loud. Be aware of your surroundings. When I was, like, 10, um, my mother was, like, my mother always taught me, you know, if someone's following you in a car, God forbid, you turn the other way. Like, if yeah. I'm walking on shopping, you turn the other way. If something happens, you scream fire. You don't scream help because more more people are likely to come help you if there's fire. Just all these random little tactics that, like, would help me through life, which is, like, so sad that, like, we kind of have to do that because, like, it's it's just, like, I'm 20 years old and I'm petrified to walk at night by myself without my with my AirPods in, like, because... There are so many stories of girls getting kidnapped, raped, like, attacked, assaulted, yeah. all of this. Like, like I don't know. It's just, like, I always, I always, if I'm walking at night, I have someone track me. Or, like, I went into an Uber, and I, like, sent my live location to a friend, and I was, like, I need you to track me this whole time, make sure. I was, like, double-checking that he was going on the right way on the Uber. Like, you know, it was, like, it's scary. It's kind of, I'm, like, worried if this is the society that we live in when we're, when we eventually have kids, like, God willing, like, I'm scared to raise a daughter in this com- in this society. Yeah, it's, I also was thinking about how in high school, my friends and I, I mean, obviously, like, maybe this will happen in the future when COVID's over, but um, when I was in high school, um, we would have a lot of, like, gatherings on Shabbos um, at one of my friend's houses that was, like, two, three blocks away from me. And we would, like, go over there for Friday night dinner sometimes, and there'd be a lot of people over. Um, And then I would have to go back to my house. And even though it was only two, three blocks away, my parents wouldn't let me go back unless someone would walk me. And so I was just, like, thinking recently about how usually it was, like, a guy friend of mine or maybe my boyfriend at the time would um, walk with me. And then I just thought, like, it's interesting how everyone's worried about me walking back by myself but, like, he walks back by himself. Like, he walks me to my house, and then he walks back by himself. And, like, no one's worried about that, because there's nothing to worry about, really. Right. Like, you know, it's like, everyone's like, oh, he can defend himself. I'm like, I mean, I guess I couldn't defend myself, because, I mean, I know for me personally, girls definitely can. I personally would probably panic. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, I was thinking about that, too, because we would also have Friday night occurrences, and my dad or my mom would be like, who are you walking home with? And I would have to give them names. And if I didn't walk home, it could be like a group of seven girls. And if there wasn't like one or two guys, they wouldn't let me walk home. Because the truth is like, a person is more, like, I don't want to, like disclaimer, like of course, everything that we're talking about happens to guys too, like getting kidnapped and assaulted, but it's more likely to happen to women and girls. So for me, it wasn't like, I can't defend myself. It was more like, he's not, he's not in, in as much danger as I was walking home myself and girls could be strong and girls can defend themselves but the truth is girls get attacked more than guys so when they would walk me home they would also walk back home after they dropped me off they'd make sure I got into my house um and then my mother would grill me about who walked me home and it was always a guy always a guy do not worry like I always had them walk me home but it's like scary that like that was my reality like Friday night like it would be like okay so I had two boys who Went, were in my grade lived like down the block from me thank god so they walked me home every time and i'm super grateful for them um because i really do think that like sometimes they were like my protectors like if i didn't have them i couldn't go to half my grade things so it was good i'm glad i had them at least 
Yeah, I'm very lucky because, like, for half of high school, I didn't have any guy friends. And then the second half of high school, I did. And then I was like, okay, I have people that I know walking me home. Because before that, it was, like, people I didn't know. And it was so awkward the whole way home. And I was like, this is weird. I don't know you. So, yeah. That's just, like, sad. It's, like, something I think about sometimes. It's so normal for me because it's just, like, how it's always been. It's reality, like, yeah. That's so sad that, like, you know, it's just girls that are... Like, I don't, once again, disclaimer, we know that guys are assaulted and raped and, like, you know, are, like, you know, attacked also. We were just talking about it from the girl perspective, um, because it does tend to happen more often just from what we know. Obviously, there are people who haven't spoken out about it, and that's okay. Um, we just are talking about the girl perspective, so. Yes. Here's that. Um, something else that we talked about that, um... I guess came up pretty often um is like when I was younger there's always that classic situation where like a teacher would come into the room into your classroom and say I need someone strong to help me with this and it would always be a guy and especially I if you always, went to a co-ed school yes yeah oh my god I'm like sorry but some co-ed schools when I was younger they were like super sexist sometimes like when it came to that stuff because like Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I probably would would have been, like, a nuisance because I was literally a stick. You could have snapped me in half. <laughs> literally. But, like, other girls would, like, volunteer and teachers would be like, no, I need, I need like, a big, strong boy. Or, like, you know, like, boys, I feel like we're the, always the ones that were getting, like, the fame and glory for everything. Sports. Boys' yes. teams are so big. Girls' teams are not, I feel like. I know in high school, I'm not going to say where I went, but we had a basketball tournament, and the boys' games were hyped up to the max, and the girls' games weren't, which sucked because my friends were on the teams. I wanted to see their teams. I wanted to go. So I would go to after game, after school, I would go to their games, and it wouldn't, there'd be, like, not so many fans, but if you went to a boys' one, it was huge. Like, they hyped up the boys a lot more than the girls. Yeah, and I remember um, there was... One time, it, it was a mistake. It's not a reflection on the school. I'm not going to say the name of the school or anything. Um, but if you figure it out, like, it's not a reflection on the school at all. There was one time when they, um, at the end of davening, they would announce all the um, the sports teams that had won or whatever. Um, or, like, you know, any other teams, like chess or, like, something like that, that had won tournaments or games. Um, and they announced all the boys games that they were like hockey and like boys hockey team like won like this game and then like the girls hockey team had won like the playoffs and they didn't even announce that right and afterwards the girls on that team were like so upset and I don't actually remember the situation I don't remember if it was like hockey basketball like whatever but I remember like the all the girls were upset because we were like like what the heck like why is it that the boys are I guess glorified in sports and like, you don't, I feel like not so many people are like, I'm going to a women's basketball game. It's right. like, you know, I'm going to, like, the NBA. Like Right, definitely. Yeah. Which kind of leads us into our next topic, which is, like, body positivity. Like, mm. like I know I'm very comfortable in my body, and I'm not a size zero or two. Like, I am not society's ideal skinny girl, which is so sad, because society's ideal skinny girl is, like, 
don't eat carbs, don't eat this, da-da-da, moderation, da-da-da. And I actually saw something really interesting because Lizzo, the singer, is very into body positivity. Oh, I love Lizzo, queen. So she's really into it, and I saw a guy, I saw a person, like, talking about it, and he was like, everyone's like, exercise more and lose weight, da-da-da-da. But she does three-hour shows where she's dancing and singing and moving, and she's never stopping. It's not an issue of athleticism isn't like she's yeah. just comfortable in her body and you know what everyone should be comfortable in their body i see people on instagram how do i look like her do i do enough makeup da, 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 da. i don't look like her like it's terrible like women are just we're like um we're not sexualized but it's like we're objectified we are, we yeah. are. but like we're yeah. also like objectified like i have blonde hair and blue eyes but i'm not a size zero so like a guy will look at me and like he's not gonna be like oh wow she's gorgeous like you know what i mean um someday a guy will for sure okay the like, right, the right guy. The right well. guy. Um, but I'm just saying, like, society's ideal of a perfect girl is, like, this blue-eyed, blonde girl, skinny, skinny girl that's, like, unhealthy, and they only eat this, and they don't eat a lot, and they starve themselves, and that eventually turns into an eating disorder, which I think is so sad. Like, yeah. society is really struggling with eating disorders now because look at the pressure that we put on ourselves, especially with social media, I think. Like, the pressure that we put on ourselves is ridiculous. Yeah, I think, just a disclaimer right now, if, like, you know, you're triggered by eating disorders or, like, something like that, you might not want to listen to this part, maybe skip ahead. Um, I just, I know some people are very sensitive to that, which I completely understand. There was definitely a time where I was very sensitive to that. So, if you are uncomfortable with this topic, maybe skip ahead a little bit. Skip to, like, 23. We'll probably be done by 23 minutes. (laughs) I don't know about that. We'll see. I got a lot to say about this. Quick, two minutes. Um, so, I think for me, on my own personal experience without going into too much detail, um, I think I, I, when I was younger, obviously a little bit still now, but I think I'm way more confident now than I used to be. Um, when I was younger, I, like, boys, like, what boys would say was, like, the final word to me. Like, that, I was like, it must be true. If a boy is saying this, then I must do that to be attractive to them. Which, first of all... It's so sad. So depressed. What? Younger Dahlia, you are whack. Literally. That's... No, I literally don't do anything for guys now. I'm like, you know what? You don't We like love me. a confident queen. We love a confident queen. I'm not that confident, but... You are so... You know what? You gotta work on your confidence. We'll work I know, on it. it's fine. I'm really not confident, but that's okay. It's okay. You should be. Okay, um, 50 seconds thanks. ago. No, it's... Vicky, <laughs> let me say my piece, okay? This is important. This Go is ahead. important topic. Go ahead. So... When I was younger, I had some guy friends in my group in, like, camp. I went to sleepaway camp. And there was one time when we were in, like, a group of people. And this guy was, like, joking around. This is, like, I feel like a common theme. Like, guys joking around thinking they're funny. And then they really, really cross a line. And they don't oh, realize yes. it. Until, like, later. So I was way younger, keep in mind. But I think that puberty time for girls and also guys is a very impressionable age very hard very hard so if you comment on a girl or a guy's body i'm gonna say both because like same thing pretty much like around the time that their body is changing so much they like they're gonna remember that forever like for sure it's so it's really sad so i was probably like 11 around then 10 or 11 and or maybe 12 or something like that. And one of my guy friends, who I think I had a crush on at the time, he um, called me fat in front of a bunch of other girls. And remember I told you that I was a stick? And I still thought that it was true. 
And so I, like, went back to, like, my bunk. And nobody stood up for me. Like, nobody said anything. And so I went back to my bunk, and I cried. And I didn't eat for an entire day. Like, I like 24 hours straight did not eat. And then I, like, it, there was, like, a huge heat wave. And I, like, collapsed. And, like, I... <laughs> Ricky's looking at me like, what the I heck? did not know this. Yeah, and so um, my counselors figured it out and, like, and like you know said like you have to eat and you know after that you know I figured out like that was a one-time thing this got so deep so fast but like like all of our podcasts are becoming very deep very fast yeah that's like one of like many things but that is just like an example I feel like guys don't realize sometimes how like if you say something to a girl not to every girl but sometimes to a girl like they're really gonna take it to heart sometimes especially during that age when we're changing and our bodies are changing and you don't really even out yet like it's yeah it's hard it's yeah and I'm also gonna say that definitely for guys I say this all the time that I think that yes girls are like society says girls have to be skinny or curvy or like whatever guys also i just i'm gonna point it out because i feel like we're being a little bit like a little biased guys i feel like feel like they have to like have abs or else they're yeah it's not true it's so we do not look at your abs first thing yeah which i think like we're not gonna drop this topic but it's gonna lead into the next topic um but just to end this off we're just gonna say that you know Girls, you're perfect the way you are. You are perfect, and you are going to find someone who... Will cherish you and treat your body like a temple. Literally. So, makeup. Makeup's another thing you could go on forever about. Oh, my gosh, yes. But um, everybody's beautiful, and honestly, I say this all the time, the world would be boring without diversity. If everyone looked the same, like, can you imagine if everyone looked exactly the same? Like, that would be be so boring. So boring. I kind of want to put that on our quote wall. What? We have, we have, no, the we have a cold in our room. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to say. Um, but what I was saying leads into the next topic is the fact that, and once again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not generalizing. I'm saying yes. that this is for some guys. Some guys tend to focus on looks before um, personality. Well, we were actually talking about this in one of my classes in Stern, in my Genesis class. Um, we were actually talking about how when Adam was created, like, it was, it's kind of, like, shown that, or, like, assumed in the Torah that guys, guys kind of fall in love. They first look at the looks, and the girl will fall in love with their personality and then find the looks attractive. So, like, a guy will go up to a girl, like, let's say a guy comes up to me, and they're like... I don't like the way your arms look. I'm literally making this up. I don't know. Like, whatever. If you ever do this to Ricky, <laughs> I will drop cake you. <laughs> uh, she will go all crazy. Um, I don't like your arms, right? They'll move on. But if I go up to a guy and let's say they don't have abs, since we're talking about that, I won't, like, be like, no, right? Like You if, don't have abs. You don't have abs. On that, no, like, like uh, girls will be like, I like that he's kind. I like that he's funny. I love that he treats my friends with respect, you know? And then it's, like, fall in love with the per. They fall in love with the person and then the looks. And guys are kind of, like... They, they don't even give the personality a chance if they don't like what they see. Yeah. Once again, I have guy friends and I've dated guys who are not like this right, at all. Right, of course. So the reason I'm saying this because I only feel, I feel like I only really noticed this recently because it's, you know, I'm in the stern, so there's a lot of pressure to date. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, so a lot of friends have been trying to, like, set me up. And usually what happens, like, actually pretty much what's happened across the board 
is a friend will text me and will say, I have this guy for you. And I'll be like, okay, tell me about him. Does he, like, learn, like, he's religious? Like, what school is he in? What's he majoring in? You know, something like that. Why do you, like, what, what's he like? His personality. And then she'll tell me and I'll be like, okay, great. You can text him if you want and tell him about me. So she'll text him and sends me a screenshot. And across the board, 100% every single time, the response is always, send me a picture of her. And I'm, yeah, guys, I'm gonna, I'm coming for you. I'm gonna <laughs> drop kick you. <laughs> I'm like, like I, like I get it. It's important to be attracted to someone, a hundred, a hundred percent. But that is not the first question you should ask. No, it's not. Yeah, like boys, if you're listening to this, their personality is what makes them attractive. It's not their looks. Like if you, if you like blind date someone and you don't even like talk to them or see them. I mean, you don't see them and you just talk to them. It's kind of like that show, Love Is Blind. Um, that's a good show watch that show it's basically proving our point like you fall in love with a person's person if you fall in love with someone's personality you automatically think they're attractive but if you fall in love with their like looks first you're not gonna like their personality do you know what i mean absolutely yeah but that's what i wanted to say about that (laughs) yeah i think it's it's very important because you know like oh this is funny in our second podcast i talked about um this like perm shtick that we did that Maya Note and TABC did where we like the girls at Maya Note like seniors made fake like shidduch resumes so on my shidduch resume um we had like a template we had to follow and it was like you there's a picture on it but there's also like describe your appearance and so I wrote like my neshama is all that matters like as a joke but like that's actually true it's very true you know like you're gonna be with this person for the rest of your life potentially and like you don't want this person to be incredibly annoying they might be great to look at but like if they have no substance like that's terrible you know looks fade but personality doesn't like if if I'm a kind person I'm always gonna be that person that's who I am but I'm, I will not always have blonde hair. Eventually, it will go white. And I don't even know what when I get old. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, my, what changes is my personality. Not I mean, what changes is my appearance, <laughs> not my personality. I feel like we should write a self-help book. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Queen. Guys, queen. We can call it Yes, Queen. Yes. No. That's so cringy. I Please. love it. No. Guys, vote. Yas Queen as a title for this self-help book. Absolutely. We're not writing a book. Oh. Well, we're already TikTok famous. Guys, four people came up to me in the past four days telling me they recognize me from TikTok. I just want to say that. A girl... Oh, my God. I'm just going to side note for a second. A girl, like, we were waiting for the elevator on our floor, and the elevator came, and, like, it's only two people allowed per elevator, and, like, the elevator came, and there was a girl in there, so we couldn't get in. And she goes, like, as the elevator's closed, she goes, oh, my God, like... I recognize, I recognize you guys from TikTok, and I literally just didn't know what to do, so I just stared at her. She just stared like, at her and goes, what? And I was like, Dahlia. Like, she recognizes. And Dahlia was so confused, and I was like, oh my goodness, what just happened? I, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you're not, I am so sorry. Like, I feel, I felt so bad. Oh my god, it was so awkward. And also, we made a, we made a, a TikTok about the girls above us, because they're really loud, and they called ricky out yeah they were like we saw the tiktok you made about us they like they knew who i was because i confronted them and told them they were being loud in the elevator but like whatever um they're like we saw the tiktok we laughed i was like i'm glad you laughed you guys are so loud wow okay next thing we have a few more topics we gotta get through this might be a long one but i think it's very it's a very important topic so the next one we're gonna talk about which i have a very interesting story 
about is um, girls not necessarily knowing what guys' intentions are going to be, um, which is, like, really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I joke with lots of people about this, that I have my trust issues. I feel like lots of girls do because of, like, you know, past experiences with guys who, like, who frankly suck. So I'm just going to say it. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to unpack that a little bit because, like we said, sometimes guys who are not so mature, once again, I'm saying guys who are not mature because there are some guys who, sorry, most guys are not mature at, the, at our age. I'm Oof. sorry. I'm sorry. And that's okay. We're not mature either. I don't but, know what you're talking about. I'm probably the most mature person in this room. As I casually skip across this dorm room at 1 a.m. Literally. <laughs> you're a child. Sorry. You're a child. Okay. She's almost a full year younger than me, so we always make fun of her and tell her she's a child. Whatever. It's fine. Um, Whatever. I mean, like, as in... To a certain extent, we are not fully mature. Right. I have to call restaurants for Ricky because she doesn't want to call them. I'm sorry I'm exposing you. <laughs> my mother, I told my mother about that today. She goes, Ricky, you call restaurants in Baltimore? And I was like, yeah, but we're in a new city. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We don't so, ask questions. It's fine. So, basically... Um, but at the same time, I have to write Dahlia's scary text for her, so... Text and whatever. Confront. We're, we're, we're gonna. We're, we're exposing. Gonna, we're gonna ignore that. But if you know me and I text you scary things, just it was know secretly it's, me. It's probably Ricky. Um, okay, going back. Yes. Getting a little bit off, but that's fine. That's the fun of the podcast. Um, is that we were just saying that you know sometimes if guys are not mature, you don't know what their intentions are, and sometimes if you don't really know them that well, you don't know if they're mature or not. So. Some guys that I've met have been so sweet right off the bat who I thought were going to be, like, jerks, you know? Mm-hmm. And some guys I met who I was like, oh, they're older, they're so they're probably so, like, established and so sweet and, like, whatever. They were not. And, you know, so here's my little story. Um, just because I feel like this is a really solid example for this is... That when I was in Israel, a girl told me there was this guy that she thought I would really like. And she was like, he's Shauna Bet at this, I'm not going to say what yeshiva, this really stark yeshiva. Like, we're not talking like a really, I'm not going to, I was going to say a yeshiva, that would be so rude. I'm so sorry, I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This like really, like stark yeshiva. Like, you go there if you want to be like serious. And he's like, Shauna Bet. He's like... A foreign boy. I'm not going to say where he's from, but he's not from, like, you know, America or Canada or whatever. Um, And I was like, okay, like, he's older. He's in this really, like, serious yeshiva. Like, he's probably, like, really, you know, mature and sweet and, like, you know, great intentions, all that stuff. So she asked, so she gave, we exchanged numbers. And we texted for a little bit, and then I kind of realized, we, like, our lives were going a different direction. So I was like, it's not a big deal. We never met in person, but right away I was like, I don't think this is going to work. We stopped texting. And then we come back from Israel, obviously. A couple months later, he texts me out of the blue. And he's like, how are you? Tell me how you're doing. And so I was like, oh, I'll entertain this. We'll see how this goes. I'll entertain this. Um, so we're talking for a little bit. And as the conversation goes on, I notice, like, I'm, like, getting slight red flags. Slight red flags of, like, the way he was wording things inappropriately. I'm not going to say what he said because 
I don't want this podcast to get taken <laughs> down. Um, it wasn't so bad at first. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he sends me this text, not a picture. Don't worry. Thank Baruch Hashem. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I had gotten a picture, oh, my God. Um, it's he, like you would be scarred. I, I would be scarred. My poor, innocent Neshama. Uh, <laughs> he sent me a text that was very inappropriate. And I just immediately blocked him. And I was like, I'm so disappointed. He went to the Stark Yeshiva. He's a year older. He's like, you know, I was like, I thought he would be so great and like whatever. And for a a little while after that, I was like really shaken up for a little while after that. I was like, I don't want to talk to any boys. I'm so scared. (laughs) Like I was terrified. So boys, like your intentions should be pure. We don't want like gross, nasty things. Like I don't care what you see on the internet. We just want a nice good jewish boy just be nice to us please (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we're kind of running out of time but i just want to bring up a few more things do not okay this is gonna gonna sound so random but like women go through a lot right we like have our time of the month we like go through childbirth (laughs) we literally push a child out of our bodies and if you say like do not go up to, like, the family after me. Like, we had a baby. Like, bro, you did nothing. Like, the woman went through the pain. And labor hurts. Like, it's very painful. Like, painful enough that people don't ever want to give birth again after, like, their first child. And it's also, like, you say, um, Berkhan Hagoma. Like, it's dangerous. It's, like, yeah. literally putting your life in danger to give birth to a child. So kudos to anyone who has more than one kid because I'm legit scared. <laughs> um, if you go up to, like... If my husband, whoever you are, if you're out there, if you go up to, like, my mom and dad and we had a baby, like, girl or boy, I will literally slap you across the face. You did nothing. You did nothing. (laughs) You sat there, okay? (laughs) You sat there and essentially watched me push a child out of me. But, like, not really, because if you're Jewish, you're not supposed to. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Do not say that. Do not say. You say by the head. You say, you say, my wife, very brave wife. Very amazing wife. My amazing wife. My amazing, strong, brave wife just pushed out a nine-pound child out of her body. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I was, like, eight pounds, like, seven ounces. I feel bad, but it's fine. I was seven, but whatever. I was a really fat baby. Um, I really have my roll still. Okay. I have, like, the lines where, like, my roll's, like... Okay. Sorry. Side um, point. One last thing that the topic we want to end on, because I think I think we left this for last just because I think it's the most obvious thing we should have talked about, but I just want to leave it for last, um, is modesty. Let's unpack this. This may be a little bit of a longer podcast, but it is worth it. Some podcasts are an hour long, so appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I, Ricky's making a face at me. Um, podcasts can be an hour long. I've, I've listened to ones that are an hour and a half long. Just, okay. Just saying. We're not going to do that. I'm just saying. Um, so modesty. Let's unpack this because this is a very controversial topic. It's not for the boys. This is, I mean. No. Li- I mean. <laughs> no. It's not. A little bit. It's really not. A little bit. Well, uh, we'll explain. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> we're arguing about this. There's a lot of things you could talk about. Um, first of all, modesty. We're just going to preface by saying modesty is not only about clothing. Modesty is also about your personality. Yes, exactly. Which is what every teacher says, but it's very true. Um, I mean, like, it, here's the thing. I've so many girls for some for some reason I was one of the first girls um that I was friends with who um like started full-time wearing skirts and I don't first of all again another disclaimer I don't 
Ricky and I do not at all think ourselves better of anybody because of how we dress. Absolutely not. I know amazing people who don't wear skirts. I know people who aren't religious, who are incredible, amazing people and probably a better person than me. Yeah, definitely. Same. Definitely. Like, I, God forbid, would ever say something like that. That's so not how you value, like, the value of a person is not based on what you wear at all, Um, which is what we're going to talk about. But I just wanted to say that. And so, um... A lot of people, therefore, asked me for advice when I started wearing skirts, and, you know, they were asking me for a lot of advice when I was still figuring myself out. I still, like, am figuring myself out, but, you know, in high school, it's very hard, and a lot of people, girls and boys, have, like, made comments that have made me uncomfortable about, like, you know, what I wear, and I'm like, just don't, like, make comments about what people wear. That's just, like, not, first of all, not appropriate. Second of all... You never know what someone's going through. Yes. So, like... Also, I really think modesty is kind of, like, for yourself. Yeah. I, I wear skirts, right? And it was never about other people. It was about me. I happen to do it because it's my family tradition, and my father kind of... That's what my father taught me, and he... Because of my grandparents. Like, my grandparents were super, super religious. Um, and just out of a respect thing for them, my dad was like, I'm going to raise my child, my daughter, to wear skirts. But that was never a bad thing like it was never bad to wear pants it was just i didn't do it i have a lot of secular friends who wear pants and like i will never ever shame them like ever ever modesty is about who you are as a person it's for yourself it's not for anyone else yeah i completely agree and i think that you know there's people who express it in very different ways and i think that's a really beautiful thing to be honest like some people have told me like i decided i'm gonna work on myself as a person before i start like you know dressing modestly and I'm like that's incredible to me like that's really really amazing and oh this was really sweet I'm just gonna mention it I'm not gonna mention the name of this person because I don't like it's a very personal thing but um like a week ago I got a voice message from someone from a, a girl that I'm friends with and she was like hey I was just having a conversation with someone and they um they and I were talking about like you know like us becoming more religious and like whatever and she said not religious observant I'm trying to use that word more (laughs) um and she said and I I told him that um sorry I just lost my train of thought (laughs) I told him that um the reason I started wearing skirts was because of you and I literally cried I was like did you cry in our dorm room yeah I was not here for that. <laughs> it was re- it was really sweet. I was like really happy about that. I mean, obviously, once again, being skirts is like wearing being skirts. Wearing skirts. It's eleven twenty five at night right now. I don't have to make sense. It's fine. <laughs> um, wearing skirts does not add value to you as no. a person at all. So I'm just gonna say that again. But the reason I wore skirts because Ricky, um, you know, brought that up. Uh, it's not something that I, that, like, my family does, so that's not, like, why I do it, so, like, we have different reasons. Um, I feel like a lot of people, and I've had friends who have said that they're worried that I, um, do certain things, have taken on certain things because other people are doing them. Because it does look that way because I switched to a more religious, not religious, I guess they're, um, their hashkafa is a little bit more religious, um, and then I started wearing skirts and, like, doing all that stuff. Um, so people are worried that I'm doing it because that's what everyone else is doing. But in reality, if you just asked me, 
I would tell you why I wear a skirt. Um, so for me, I went on Machach, woohoo, B'nai Akiva. We love B'nai Akiva. Um, and I really looked up to my madrichot, my counselors, um, because they all, like, you know, whenever they would give a Dvar Torah or they would just, like, you know, talk about, like, spirituality and their relationship with God, they always were, like, we'd be on a hike and they'd be like, isn't it so amazing that, like, God created all this, like, this beautiful scenery right here? And I'm like, I wish I could think that way, because that's not my first response when I see something like that. And so I was, like, how, I was trying to, like, figure out how do I, like, see God in my everyday life, because I just don't. If it's not Shabbos, like, I'm not thinking about, like, my Judaism. Obviously, on Machach, I was, because I was on a Jewish program, but, like, I'm not on a day-to-day basis thinking, like, I am Jewish. Like, this is a part of my personality. and Not personality. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel like being a stern girl is, like, a personality trait. I'm just going to say it. Definitely. Um, but I think that, you know, I was just at a point in my life where I really wanted to see God in my everyday life. And I just wasn't seeing that, you know? And so I was like looking around like trying to find like my thing I was like everybody has their thing um and I'm a spiritual person I like to think but I'm also I like physical things like I'm a very like physical person when it comes to like being able to see things to believe them and like all that stuff which is very hard in Judaism yes (laughs) it's so hard Ricky and I were talking about this the other night um and so I was like thinking about it and I was like you know guys have that kind of like because you know how teachers always explain oh boys have to wear seed seat and like a keepa like in order to remember god is there to remember like god's above them and like all that stuff and i was like like i want that but i obviously like can't wear a keepa <laughs> um um if you do that's fine i'm just saying like in modern orthodoxy i would not wear yes. one um but so I was like I kind of want that like you know I want that constant reminder every single day that like you know I am a religious Jewish woman like every single day I want to know that and so I was like skirts like that's like the obvious response for me so that's why I did it and you know people have things to say about it and that goes back to our topic and I'm like just what like why do people have things to say about what other people's life choices are don't know. I don't understand it. I'm, my philosophy on life is as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting anybody else emotionally or physically, do whatever you, you want. Do. Literally do what makes you happy. Um, just back to like what you were saying about modesty. I, in my high school, we went on an Israel program and um, they were like, okay, you have an easy hike or a hard hike. Which one do you want to do? And I was like, I want to do the hard one. Da, da, da. And I was wearing a dress, but with shorts under. So it was fine. Like biker shorts or very long shorts. Um, and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Da, da, da. And then we get to like the top. Like, and they're like, okay, this is the last time you can turn around. If you, who wants to turn around? And everyone goes, Ricky, are you sure you want to go down? And I was like, what do you mean? Of course. And they're like, but you're wearing a skirt. And I was like, and? And they're like, you can't go down in a skirt. I was like... <laughs> I'm wearing Watch me. very long because it was like it was like rock climbing and all this stuff and you have to be harnessed in and da 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 and I was like I am I was 18 so I'm 18 years old and I've been wearing a skirt for like 10 of those years yeah don't worry it's not the first time I went hiking and my rabbi said to me he goes you know Ricky I'm really proud of you for showing that it doesn't matter what you wear you're a religious woman and you can still do what you love and I was like you know thank you like obviously I took pride in that but like why 
Why did everyone just assume I'm not going to do it because of my skirt? I was wearing shorts. I was totally sneezed the whole time. No one should be looking up my skirt anyways. That's one. Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I'm a religious woman. Like, I kind of, I, I can do things in this world without, with still being a religious girl. And I just thought that was so weird that everyone's like kind of assumed I would turn around. My friend's like, you wouldn't, you want to go down in a dress? Like, I was like, yeah. Like, why not? Like, there's going to be climbing and stuff. And I was like, and I'm wearing sneakers. We're all good. Like, do not worry. But, yeah, I think you do you. Like, don't judge other people. Yeah. One last story to close us out because I told told my friends, including Ricky, this story, like, last week, I think. And I just remembered it and I got so heated about it because this bothers me so much. Judging other people, like I said, based on what they wear or based on any external thing about them especially women bothers me so much like without knowing anything else I was in the shuk with a friend when I was in Israel for the year and this friend happened to be wearing pants and we were walking around and she went to a different stand and I was like buying kala or something and this very probably Haredi woman walks up to me she's like one of those women that like wears, like, a hat on top of her, like, really short shade like, like, really religious, comes up to me, and she starts talking to me in English, because I look very American. <laughs> you ever see me in person, you'll know. I'm very... She looks very, like an American It's too. fine. Um, she, she looks like a classic to, stone girl. I, yeah, I was wearing, like, the classic seminary, like, like the striped shirt, yeah. like black and white striped shirt, black long skirt, you know, the whole deal. She comes up to me, and she goes, like, oh, were you in seminary? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm used to striking up conversations with random people in Israel. It's just a thing. So she's like, are you in seminary? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And she goes, is that your friend over there? And she, like, points to my friend. And I was like, yeah, it's my friend. I was like, what's going on? She was like, you must be really embarrassed to be seen with her. And I was like, excuse me? Like, she just straight up said it. And I was like, like, what? Like, what did you say? And she was like, you see the way she's dressed like she's not on the same like level as us and I was like um do you know anything I literally was like you don't know anything about her like you're saying that she's not a good person because she's wearing pants like like really really this girl was definitely a better person than me and I'm like you don't know anything about me. I could be a serial killer I literally said that because I was so mad I was like I could literally be a murderer you don't you don't know. Like you don't like you don't know. I'm wearing a skirt and you think I'm a better person than her? Oh my god, I'm sorry. I get so heated about this, it bothers me so much. But that um, kind of um brings it full circle. Like again, the whole topic. It doesn't matter what's on the outside, it matters what's on the inside. If you're a good person, then you deserve you um are a good part of society. So kudos to you. Be a good person, guys. Yes, you know, be you know, take care of the things that like really, really matter first. If modesty connects you to God, then like amazing but like don't think that that is the first yeah don't fake it don't do it if you don't enjoy it but like you know be a good person before you take on things that you you know don't connect to as much yeah so that i think brings us full circle about the struggles of women with a sprinkle of jew in there um this went a little overboard over time but i'm glad that we spoke about everything that we spoke about very important So, I'm Ricky. And I'm Dahlia. And thanks for tuning in to Do It For The Chalaya. Woo! Bye, guys.